0: This is the Federal Retirement Experts Podcast with your host, Gregory Jameson. Well, hello and welcome in to Federal
1: Retirement Experts. I'm Ben George, along with Gregory Jamison, Vice President of Federal Retirement Experts. He's also a retirement coach, and we began this podcast just kind of talking about you a little bit, Gregory, but today we're going to get into a little bit more of the planning side of things, and I know this is a topic probably that comes up quite a bit uh, from federal employees, but hey, I want to retire early. What's it going to take?
2: Right, right. See, federal employees, they have minimum requirement ages that they need to meet. And for most federal employees, it's going to be either 56 or 57. There are are special categories for law enforcement, firefighter, air traffic control. They can retire as early as 50 with 20 years of service. Most FERS employees, you know, 56, 57 with at least 10 years of credible service. Is going to allow them to retire now. Although they have ten years of credible service, that may mean uh, that they they can retire, but they're not going to receive their full pension. So that's you know what we're going to talk about a little bit more. You know, we have various uh, age bands. We have thirty years of service retiring at fifty six or fifty seven, depending on when you were born. And you're able to retire with your full benefits at that time. There's no reduction in your pension for retiring with 30 years of service um, when you're 56 or 57. Now, when you're 60, you can retire with as little as 20 years of credible service. And uh, when you're 62, you only need five years of credible service. So depending on when you're looking to retire, you know, it makes an impact on what your pension will be and possibly your health insurance and some of your other benefits so um, say for instance we have someone that is met their minimum retirement age 10 years of service they're 56 or 57 their regular category uh, FERS employee this person can retire at 56 or 57 however because they have 10 years of service they haven't reached 62 for their full benefits. What's gonna happen is if you retire prior to your full uh, minimum requirement age, what they're gonna do is they're gonna penalize you 5% each year uh, mm. prior to that age. So okay. essentially, you know, if we're retiring at uh, 57, we have 10 years of credible service, there's five years until the age of 62, which would be the minimum for their band. Um, They're going to be penalized 5% for the five years. So in this case, five times five, the 25% of their pension is going to be taken from them when they are 57. So one of the benefits of taking the pension at 57 and having the reduction is that by retiring with an immediate annuity or pension um, you're able to keep your health insurance which is a big deal for federal employees remember your health care it's highly subsidized it's one of the best benefits you have typically we can't find better coverage outside of the government for what you're paying so we want to keep this health care and that's an option that you can take to retire early and keep your health benefits for you uh, and your spouse um, if your spouse is on your health care as well.
1: So the, the big key, though, then first, is we're talking about kind of the circumstances around retiring early, and and a lot of the considerations you have to make. That minimum retirement age and all these different kind of, I guess, to the age band. Is that how you phrased it? Um, is so important, right?
2: Right. Yeah. It, it it really is because if you're you know going to be retiring, let's say at the age of fifty seven, in that same scenario. Um, and you have the option to not take your pension. So you can do what's called a postponed retirement at that point. You have your minimum age requirements, your, your time of service, the 10 years by the age of 56 or 57. So you could, at that point, postpone your retirement until the the age that, that's required, uh, in this case, would be 62. 10 years of service, you, you can retire at 62, really five years or more at 62. But what you're able to do is postpone your retirement and then take it later on. So you can leave the government, you can work somewhere else, you can do, you know, pick up a, another career, whatever your plans are. And then later on, you can take your pension. And at that time, you can also start up your health insurance again. So that's the the issue there. It's the health care. So if we postpone retirement, we're going to lose our health insurance until we take our pension. And then when we do take our pension, the health care will be deducted from your pension before you receive it. So... There are different ways to think about retirement and things to consider when talking about early retirement. Now, uh, there's also what if, you know, we only have five years of credible service, okay. and we're 56 or 57. Well, in that case, uh, and and you're looking at leaving, you know, again, 62 is the earliest time that we can retire. Um but you know having at least 5 years of credible service will get you a pension. So the difference is the healthcare. If we do uh, in this case it's called a delayed retirement, not a postponed retirement, not to get those confused, they're different. Yeah. But a delayed retirement will allow you to retire, delay taking your pension until later on when you can in this case at 62 the difference is that you are not going to be able or eligible for your health care. So you can delay taking the pension till later on, take the pension at 62 in this case, and uh, you would not have health insurance. So it's important to retire uh, and have your uh, minimum requirement age, the 10 years uh, by that time, by 56 or 57, to make sure that if you are leaving sooner, that at least you can keep the health insurance later on when you pick up your pension again.
1: So I guess with, with anybody that's thinking about early retirement, there's going to be some give and take, right? You have to kind of figure out the best kind of course of action for you. What do you value more? What what means more to you? What's What's worth more? What situation best fits you, I guess? in this circumstance. So you kind of have a couple different options to, to talk through um, in this case, right? I mean, that's, it sounds like there are a few different options, but it's kind of figuring out what is the best fit for
2: you. Right, right, exactly. So, you know, uh, 62 is such a popular age for federal employees to retire. At 62, um, you can, of course, draw your social security. So that's a, a major benefit for a lot of people. Um, but, 62 with 20 years of service is going to allow you to have an extra 10% bump in the pension calculation. So the pension calculation, it's your high three average of your salary. um, Plus uh, it's going to be multiplied then by your time of service. And that's going to be multiplied by 1%. But if you retire, at 62 with 20 years of service, it's going to be multiplied by 1.1 percent, which in a lot of cases, you know, means the difference of, of hundreds of dollars, um, a few hundred dollars in, in many cases, uh, every month extra in retirement for waiting, you know, just a little bit longer in some cases. The worst thing someone can do is retire with 20 years of service, say at 61. You know, if they were to retire just one year later, uh, their pension would be significantly higher. And that's a pension that's going to continue lifelong with cost of living adjustments included. So it's for many people that are getting close to that 20 years, really benefits them to wait until 62. Um, There are great benefits. However, if you do have your minimum and age requirements met for retiring uh, maybe at 57 or 60. So in these circumstances where you have met all of your age and service requirements, you know, at 56, 57, you've, you have 30 years, uh, plus by that time, if you do decide to retire, there's no reduction in your pension and you're also going to be entitled to something called the first supplement. Okay. So the first supplement Uh, What it is, it's a way the government um, allows federal federal employees to retire sooner and take a piece of their social security pay at 62, but it's paid by FERS. So the government will pay your pension and pay a portion of your social security to you prior to 62 if you're meeting those service and age requirements. Hmm. So... For someone that retires at, you know, 30 years at 56 or 57, they're going to receive both their pension and the first supplement. And that's going to bridge the gap between when they retire and when they can draw Social Security at 62. And then at 62, the first supplement stops. And that's when they can take their social security at that time. And same thing goes with, you know, if we were to retire at the age of 60 with 20 years of service, all the service and age requirements are met for FERS employees, and they're able to retire, take their pension, their full pension, and take the FERS supplement for the two years until 62, when they can draw social security. So. It's nice having the ability to retire sooner, knowing that money's gonna be coming in and um and then of course federal employees have TSP as well. Hopefully that'll help to uh offset some of the difference uh from what their salary was to what their retirement income is. Well, I know your team of federal retirement experts
1: does this every day, right? I mean that's that's part of the reason why you work with your team is because you have this access to the, the nation's best federal retirement experts. Do most people though, when they come in and meet with you, or do they have a general grasp of these different types of considerations and the different ages and the different service requirements? Or do they come in saying, Hey, I'm looking to retire Gregory at age 60. How do I make that happen?
2: Right, right. People want to know, you know, when is there typically, when is the earliest that I can retire? Uh, what does it look like? You know, what are the different um, circumstances? You know, if, if I do retire sooner or if I delay a year or two years or three years, you know, what's the difference look like? And what's so nice about what we do and how we help federal employees is you know not only are we going over all of your benefits and putting such a comprehensive report together that's really done beautifully that shows graphs and charts and really illustrates for you the differences in cash flow uh, as you're going through retirement but it will also show your potentially your your pension and your delayed pension So every year going forward, we can show, say, you know, if you're retiring and taking a penalty for retiring early, you know, what would it look like delaying one year or two years or five years or more? And we'll be able to illustrate for you, show you the penalties involved uh, each year. And, of course, as we get closer to your uh, service and age requirements, uh, there are no penalties. And if you were to delay all the way until 62, uh, and have the 20 years of service, we show you that difference too. So it's a nice tool that, that we're able to help federal employees with uh, to understand the ramifications for retiring early, um, or if it's better to stick it out and, and wait a couple more years. A lot of times uh, by waiting, um, depending on when you're retiring, but by waiting just a little bit longer, it, it makes a huge difference in your pension.
1: Yeah, it sounds like in the fact that you can lay it out so somebody can see it, oftentimes that makes it easier to understand and comprehend exactly what retirement could look like for them. Um, again, if you have questions for Gregory, you want to follow up with this, federalretirementexperts.com is the website, the phone number as well is 727-935-2421. For somebody that is getting close to retirement or kind of getting in that mind frame now, hey, uh, I, I'm ready to to figure this out, try to kind of lay out my plan, how early do you typically recommend people start kind of having this conversation? Is it, Hey, three or four years out? Is it 10 years out for maybe your start time? I know obviously the sooner the better, but kind of ge- what general guidance do you typically give somebody?
2: So, you know, 55 or older, you know, you're getting so close to retirement. We want to make sure that you understand uh, all of your benefits uh, we talk about uh, the the potential for retirement at different ages and, you know, what it looks like from a cash flow standpoint. Retirement is all about cash flow. Of course, we need more money coming in than going out. And so it's understanding your unique situation and putting a plan together that illustrates it nicely So, so we can have a very clear objective ahead of us and, and know what to expect.
1: I love that. So again, com. While you're there, you can also request that free federal employee benefits analysis. That's a good place to get started. And for anyone, Gregory, that's saying, hey, I'm, I'm ready to kind of sit down and, and start this conversation and kind of get a feel for this. What is that first meeting, that first conversation with you and the team? Look like
2: so you know of course uh, we are um, a, co- a commercial and government entity we're government contractors uh, we're uh, part of the national ethics association we're, we're we're experts in this field and so when we speak with you the first time a lot of times it's an information gathering day you know i'm trying to uh, take deductions off of your leave and earnings statement Uh, your Social Security statement, uh, TSP statement, and talk about some of your outside investments potentially as well, and be able to, uh, from the details that I gather, uh, put the report together. So that that first meeting is really, you know, kind of a getting to know you meeting and uh, understanding where you're coming from, what your objectives in retirement are, what your goals are uh, understanding you and your family and how you want to protect them, uh, going forward, you know, after, you know, um, uh, someday, uh, if, if we were to pass away, you know, what are, what are the ramifications there and, and how are we protecting our family and, and helping them, um, at, through this, uh, transition. So it's really looking at all of the aspects of retirement, but starting sooner, you know, uh, 50, 55 plus um, having a plan in place and really being able to illustrate it uh, is is really what we do and how we help federal employees. And it's done in a nice way where um, you don't need to sit through uh, hours or days of retirement seminars. By working with us, it's like having your own personal seminar. And we make sure that when you come out of these meetings with us, Uh, you come out more informed and with a report that you can hold knowing that, you know, this is your plan and you can see in black and white that you can retire and feel good about it.
1: Yeah, that's so, so very important. You put in all that time throughout your career to get to this point and you want to make sure it goes the way you want to. And the best way to do that is to work with the experts, the Federal Retirement Experts, which you can find online at federalretirementexperts.com. Connect on Facebook, LinkedIn as well. And of course, if you're watching us on YouTube, please hit subscribe on the channel as well. We'd appreciate that. Uh, Gregory, as always, thanks for the insight. I know this is something that everybody's kind of aiming for. And if you are, this is a, a great chance to kind of think through a lot of the considerations, but more importantly, take that next step towards laying it out, seeing what it looks like on paper, and what's the best path for you. So Gregory, thanks for the time.
0: Thank you. We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Federal Retirement Experts is a wholly owned subsidiary of Jamison Financial Solutions. This material has been provided by a licensed insurance professional for information and educational purposes only and is not endorsed or affiliated with the Social Security Administration or any government agency. It is not intended to provide and should not be relied upon for accounting, legal, tax, or investment advice.